Welcome back to the Black On Only Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Washington, with the Ravishing. Is that what I should say? That's one of the words to get you? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Christelle of Uplift Us Marketplace. How you doing today, love? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. I am so glad that when I reached out, you responded. I am happy that you reached And I'm out. glad that, like, somebody I know personally was able to plug me with you because I, I felt better. You good. know what I'm saying? But let's dive into it. Can you explain? No, first, let's, let me go back. Okay. Okay. What was your mission when you created your business? So our mission was to create a space mm-hmm. that, Black-owned businesses could be proud to sell their stuff in. And consumers who are looking to um, shop with mm-hmm. Black-owned businesses and small businesses would be proud to proud go to. in and shop and not feel like they're getting, like, a swap meet experience. Mm-hmm. I noticed so. that you said, y'all. You want to explain? Who yes. So um, my sister, Kendra Settle, is also my business partner. Okay. So uh, I'll probably say S a lot because yeah. it wouldn't happen without her either. So. Okay. I, was, I, I wish I could have got her here, but I'm just glad I got at least one of you guys here. You it, know? Yes. It's fun. She's a sports mom, so she's been there. Oh, she has a soccer <laughs> Yes. Um, it's, I, I love the idea because I'm not saying I had a similar idea for you, but... I know with e-commerce, I was always trying to figure a space to like expand uh, black merchandise. So I'm a big fan of uh, Lamert Park. I shop a lot in Lamert, mm-hmm. but it's like for those businesses, we always have to come to that community to to get it. Exactly. And I have people other states that be asking me to send them shea butter and just, just different things. And I'm like, if I could have created an online space marketplace where anybody can shop for like black owned companies, but for you to actually have like a brick and mortar in the Fox Hill Mall, that's yes. what we call it, the Fox. And <laughs> the store is lovely, by the way. Thank you, thank you. For us, it was really important to um, get a space that, like, in something like the mall, because mm-hmm. it's not an easy thing to do. And individually, each of the businesses, it will be hard to It'd do it. It'll be hard, yeah. You know what I mean? So for us to be able to create that space and then invite these other small black-owned businesses mm-hmm. to come and be inside of the mall, to us was a huge deal. And we wanted to make it to where you don't have to be as purposeful as going to Lamert Park, which I go to, too, yeah, for exactly. stuff. But you do have to be purposeful. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the mall and you're walking and you're browsing – you, uh, so many people stumble across us and are excited about what we're doing. So, when did you when did it. you start the company? We started in March of 2021. Okay, right in okay, the middle yeah. of the pandemic. In the pandemic, yes. It one of the great times to start businesses around that time. <laughs> you know, it, it was it was crazy mm-hmm. because. Um, you just didn't know what you were going to get, but at the same time, we thought about it, and leases were less expensive. Yeah. And we didn't originally open in the mall, but... Um, it was your first location? It was in Granada Hills in the San Fernando Valley. Okay. Yes. But again, that place was also on like a small strip and you had to be very purposeful yeah. to come there. So we quickly realized we needed to make needed a to shift make a... and went into the mall. The mall is the perfect spot for me. It's perfect. Because it's like I'm going in and out of all these stores and then I look and I literally went in there and I was liking the products that was in there. And then when I realized, oh, this is the store that my friend sells her candles in. I was just like, okay, this is it. This is where we need to be at. (laughs) Um, I wanted to go back to, like, was the idea constructed during the pandemic or was it an idea you had before? 
No, it was completely constructed during the pandemic. You know, so much was going on Mm -hmm. with our people. And I think before that, I had a very corporate job and I didn't have a lot of time, honestly, to pay attention to everything that was going Mm -hmm. on. But everything slowed down during the pandemic. So I was able to really pay attention to what was going on. And one day I got lost in a series of documentaries about (laughs) Black Wall Street. Ah, see, that'll get you. Yes. And I was just amazed at what they were doing so long ago. And I thought, gosh, there needs to be a place like that where you can go. Because, um, you know, I hit myself had started being mindful about trying to Mm -hmm. shop black. And it was hard. You're looking for things online. You're paying for shipping fees. Mm -hmm. There was no just place where I could go and get everything at one time. And so the combination of everything is where the idea was born. And you proposed this to your your sister? I did. And she is, (laughs) I'm, I am the creative person and she is the action taker. We all need those. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And she moves fast. So, I mean, I proposed the idea to her, I believe on a Saturday or Sunday Mm-hmm. By Monday, she had me out looking for locations. Wow. By the following Friday, we signed a lease. Wow. That's how fast That is moved. fast. <laughs> so in, in your establishment, what products do you... I know they're all black-owned companies, but what products can we like come in the store and find? You can find a little bit of everything. So we have um, women, men's, and children's clothing. Mm-hmm. We have like cards and gift ideas. We have candles. We have personal care items like body butters, oils, hair mm. products. Uh, we have some home goods like pillows and, you know. So it's across the whole spectrum. Exactly. Like a little department store. Was it hard finding these black-owned businesses to stock your store with? We were really nervous about that because um, we were thinking, we're going to present this idea to these people who don't know us. Yeah, don't know. Don't have the vision that we have, mm-hmm. and they have to basically trust us with their products. And we knew these were small businesses. Yes. So when we put the idea out there, we were blown away oh, really? by the response that we I got. I just feel like the pandemic, we had time to sit down and assess a lot. Yes. And I think during that time is when was the best time to move on your idea. I think so, too. It it really worked out. And, you know, at that time, then a lot of um, outdoor markets were popping up. Yeah. Where a lot of people were taking their businesses, Mm -hmm. you know, their black businesses there. And I was like, well, you know, a lot of them have regular jobs, too. So we thought about that with our idea, too, because then they don't have to be there to sell their products. And we could sell it with the same, you know, passion that they do. So now do you currently still like have a job or you just. I officially left the company that I was working for for 23 years in January. 23. I don't want to ask your age. 23 years (laughs) you've been working for a company. But wow. Yes. I left in January. That was Mm -hmm. something that was the goal. That was the goal. It was. It was. I didn't know how it would come together. And, you know, there's challenges that arise. But that's what I was going to ask you next. I felt like it was time for me to put all of my energy, energy into it, into the store. In the space that you in, did you face any uh, bias or backlash for anything? We did. And we still do sometimes, actually. Um, for the most part, we've been very well received by everybody mm-hmm. in the mall that comes through. But every now and then we'll get. Others who come in and, <laughs> and they could they critique you for actually having black owned products in your. Oh, store? yeah. We've had people tell us that it was um, that we were being racist by only accepting black owned products. You know what? I understand that because mm-hmm. when I was talking about making a company which was black owned only and starting a podcast black owned only, it was basically for me. I just wanted a place to promote 
are black businesses. Exactly. Working in the film industry, I see how a lot of money switches hands because of advertisement. You know, everybody don't have advertisement dollars. But if I can fill that void to help these businesses uh, create commercials or online content, you know, right. or help with Instagram feeds just to make sure your business is seen. Like, I don't understand why people got mad at me for that. Yeah. And it's not that I don't like anyone else. I'm just focused on my people with this. Exactly. And that's, that's what that's what we explain, you know. Sometimes you can't you can't you can't rationalize with someone who mm-hmm. just doesn't see it. Sometimes we can and we try and explain that, you know, we don't have the same opportunities to get into big box stores and mm-hmm. if we do, there's a lot of hurdles that we have to jump through and we don't have the connections. So that's why that was another aspect of us creating this space because a lot of times to get into Target or you know any oh, other Walmart, big like yeah, big yeah. store, you have to have proven sales track, you know, yeah. proven sales records, and we provide that for our vendors oh, as really? well. So it helps them to move to, to another move to level, another. and you know, it it's just all around important. So and, for the people that walk in and like kind of contest the idea. Is it the name that they know what the store is or is it because like is it advertised around? Well, we had signs up that said over 80 black owned brands because we have over 80 black owned brands in the store right now. And we felt that that was important for people that is. to know. I feel like that, that's in. one of the reasons why I walked in the store initially. Exactly. Yeah. So that draws a lot of people. And really, honestly, in these two and a half years, it's only been about three people that have come in and actually said something okay. about it. So it's it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they see that and do it. Everyone else kind of just feels the vibe and really that's crazy because i don't think the name i mean uplift us i mean i i I guess but like mine's black owned only i can understand how that could just be ah right in your face right but for your store i don't i didn't see it but i I do want to ask you with a growing market in e-commerce have you thought about uh Making your store both online and off? We actually do have it online. Oh, you do have online. We do have it online. Right now, we don't have everything that's in the store available online. Okay. Just because, uh, you know, again, we have a lot of small businesses in there, and a lot of them don't have the inventory for us to both have in our warehouse and in our store. So we are working on growing that right now, and it's, it's going good. Uh, online is a little hard to get into when it, you don't have the advertising have yeah. dollars and, and that's all that. What I'm trying to fill the void. I'm <laughs> so trying to a great that. connection. Yeah, this is a great then. connection. You know, and for like, I know the online because really during the pandemic is really when it jumped. Mm-hmm. My other job outside of this is FedEx. I've delivered packages for years, so I always paid attention to the e-commerce and the market mm-hmm. space. From Fashion Nova to you know like st- other stores like Zen and things yes. of that nature. So, and I know how much I shop online with like Amazon. Same. (laughs) So, and then being spoiled in the pandemic, it was just one of those things that I was like, I think some businesses to reach a bigger market would be online. And and we really want to grow that because right now in store, because we're based in LA, Mm -hmm. 90% of the businesses are from the LA area, but we get contacted by businesses all across the U.S. that, that are interested out. in being in our store. And we feel like if we were able to grow our online, uh, you know, our e-commerce, yeah. then we'd be able to invite those stores from other areas a, a little easier. Um, so, and, and obviously reach places all, all across. So that is definitely a goal of what ours. What does the ex- expansion look like for you? Um, we're actually thinking about that now. Uh, so we're op- we're thinking about opening a second location. And would the location still be like 
in LA or would you think in another out of like out of state? Right now we're still thinking LA. Okay. So uh, we're thinking about the San Fernando Valley and the Topanga Mall. Mm-hmm. So that's okay, something yeah. we're we're working towards. We're not quite ready, but hopefully by summer next year we'll be able to move into that space and have our second location and again just growing our e-commerce. And what uplift us the um, companies that have their products in there have they have anyone had like a success story of like oh since Yes, we actually have a few. a few. Well, we, we have a few companies that have told us, oh, my God, you changed my life. Like, mm. we have some vendors that, I mean, during the Christmas holiday have brought home close to $20,000 mm. just from our store, just which so is life-changing. That is. You know that what I mean? Is. It's life-changing. <laughs> uh, and, you know, so, not all of them have that story. Again, it depends on the product. But uh, we also have a few places who have gotten their clothing on TV and different uh, TV shows or movies and, you know, just big things like that that have come from our store. So it's been exciting. So for people that's watching the podcast that have black owned company that sell products like is there a way they could contact you to try to get their merch in your store? Yes, absolutely. So they can email us at info at upliftusmarketplace.com. We're slow to respond sometimes. (laughs) We do have a bit of a waiting list because obviously it's based on space that's that's available. Yeah, Yeah, so we we look at everything based on the space that's available Mm -hmm. and the type of product that we need to fill that particular space. But uh, when we see something great and we have the space, we'll definitely reach out. So is it like contract based where like people have a a year contract of a product in your store? No, we don't put a time limit on it. Um, You know, we kind of review everything after about three months because we our goal is for it to work out for everybody. So we don't want to just be, you know, have exactly. your stuff sitting there and you could be selling it elsewhere if it's not selling in store. If it's going great, we obviously don't want you to leave. So there's no no time limit on it. OK, so this question I've been asking everybody and I think uh, I can't wait to hear this answer. OK, what does the next five years look like for Uplift Us Marcus Place? Uh Definitely expansion. We uh, obviously want to grow in the mm-hmm. L.A. area, but we would really like to hit some other places. I see it. I see this like being in Atlanta, Dallas, York, Atlanta, Dallas, all exactly. that. Houston, I see that. So that's really where, where our mindset is. And, mm-hmm. you know, e-commerce. We want to hit everybody that's looking for black-owned products in these little towns that don't have any access exactly. to it. So. That's where we're going. Do you have any products in your store as well? We do. We actually have a ton of products. Oh, you do? Okay, okay. What you got? We, we have stuff. We try and uh, fill every every department. So we have some stuff in the kids' department, pajamas okay. and dolls and little things. So, you know, we obviously have a little bit of an advantage because we know what people are looking for while we're there. While you're there, yeah. And so we fill those spaces. Okay. Yes. Like this sweater right here. I like this. This is... Who? This is from Head Attire Trendsetter. Okay. He's one yeah. of the clothing brands in our store. He has great quality. He sells jackets, sweaters. So He's one of our best sellers in the store, too. I like it. Yes. I, you know what I want to ask you? Yes. Is there anything that you would like to say? Tell people that's like black entrepreneurs out there that have an idea in a space that they don't feel too safe in. Yes. But I would say um, that there, there's room for everybody. Mm-hmm. And to grow while you go. Sometimes it's scary uh, and you feel like you need so many different things yeah. before you get started. 
But you can just start. Just start and build on what you're doing, and you're going to get better. You're going to get feedback. You're going to see improvements that you can make and all of that. And I think that's really important to just to just go for Did it. Your growth, like, were you nervous when you first started? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yep. We were so nervous when we started. Um, again, we didn't know how it was going to be received, received. Uh-huh. how the businesses were going to, to feel about trusting us with their stuff. I mean, that was a true trust process for how does that work do you purchase their products or no they just no it's basically on consignment okay so of course they have to do an inventory sheet leave mm-hmm. their products trust us to sell it and do the right thing and that's one of the things that we're really big on we're we believe in integrity doing the right thing mm-hmm. being trustworthy because that's how we're going to grow and that's how exactly. people are going to know that we have their best interests at heart i mean we'll take a loss before we let it's anyone crazy else because like a lot of black people, to be honest, really don't like doing a lot of business with other black people. Yes. So for you to have over 80 brands in your store, you, yeah. no problem with dealing with? So far, it's been good. Okay. I mean, we have dealt with some challenges here or there. None of them, I would say, was because, because they were black oh, or oh, because, because they're black. of okay, us okay. or anything like that. But we get through it again just because we have integrity. We're honest. We uh-huh. do the right thing every time to make sure everyone walks away having a good feeling about us because they're going to go and tell the next person. And I think that's how we've been able to get referrals and grow and uh, people be excited to come to us because they've heard good things. That, At least that's what I hope. That's what I've been noticing. Like, people be hesitant to work with me on film, other black businesses. But once we start working together, the fear goes away. And I think that's... It's a lot of that around where people just like, you can't deal with black people. And really, when people say I can't deal with black people, the black people they normally deal with is family. And sometimes dealing with family businesses is way tougher than dealing with a black business that, you know. That's true. So how do you you get around that? Uh, Just being I really don't. I just be me. You know, I love my people. I love us. And because of that, I'm coming in with a different, uh, like, um, patience Mm -hmm. and respect. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want to make you feel comfortable. I want to make sure that I hear your needs, your concerns, and I'm able to provide that. And if I'm not, I'm trying to make sure that I can find somebody that can. I'm not just being like, I, I'm black, hire me. Right. I can't exactly. do that. You know what? I'm sorry. That's No, my qualifications might be limited there. But no, I don't have any problems really with black people at all. That's good. Yeah. There'd be other companies that put me on these net 30s and net 60s, and I don't get paid for two months sometimes. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Other than that, good. Yeah. So it's been an all-around great experience for us, and we're, we are enjoying pouring into other businesses and watching them grow, mm-hmm. teaching them what we can teach them. We also have a lot of young entrepreneurs, mm. teenagers, kids who come to us, and they're like, we want to put something in the, in store. the store. Sometimes yeah. they have no idea, and we kind of guide them through that, because That's I feel dope. like once that seed is planted, you don't know what it can that grow don't work into. That's dope. So. Lastly, before we get out of here, do you have anything that you would like to say to the people? Matter of fact, just tell them where they can reach you at. You can reach us. Mm-hmm. Well, online, our website is upliftusmarketplace.com. Our Instagram is also at upliftusmarketplace. And we are located inside of, if you're from L.A., the Fox, Fox Hills Hill Mall. Mall. <laughs> <laughs> or Westfield Culver City, for those who are outside of the area. Uh-huh. So you should come down, shop, see what we have. Definitely follow us. Second floor near Macy's. Second floor near Macy's. There exactly. it is. Exactly. Yes. Thank you guys for joining me today on a Black on Only podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Michael Washington. I want to thank my guest again. Thank you, Chris. Thank you I- for having you. me. And until yeah. next time, see you guys later. 
I don't know what I'm doing with my hands, guys, but. <laughs> all right. Thank <laughs> you.